0: Hello and welcome to the Magical Friends Podcast. I'm Cindy Divine, your host, and we will be speaking about all things mental health, spiritual expansion, and a lot more things you'll have to listen to figure out. Um, If you want to connect further with us, then feel free to reach out via Instagram or cindydivine.com. We have an incredible episode ahead of us today. Let's get started. Hello, hello, magical friends. I'm so excited to be back with you. Um, it's me, Cindy, your spiritual mentor and manifestation photographer. Um, I just want to say thank you for everyone that has celebrated this podcast and welcomed it in so wonderfully. Um, not a surprise, but definitely something I didn't expect to launch this soon so i want to first start out by saying i realized that in my last few episodes if you didn't hear it then unhear this but if you did so apologize that it was only coming out in one side um i'm supposed to know how to do audio stuff but i guess i had an off day hopefully this audio is easier to listen to and not so annoying coming out one side (laughs) Anyways, let's jump into today's episode. I'm really excited to be sharing it because it's come up in my space a lot recently and um, to potential clients, present clients, people in general just around me in the world and all those things have been talking about anxiety and how it's been taking over their life. And as someone that has experienced anxiety a majority of her life, um, I trust that all the people that are here right now have probably experienced a dose, at least. So I'm gonna jump in. J- um I'm gonna jump in today about my experience with anxiety to see how maybe you can relate or find some relief and validation. And then a few questions about when you're experiencing anxiety, how to talk yourself off the cliff. And third, three steps that you can start making to Really stop allowing your anxiety to take over your life because I think, like I say, in the mental health world, we really complicate things so much. But when you're living from your heart space and you're connecting your heart to your mind, it's a whole different approach rather than just like freaking out from the mind 24 seven and trying to constantly fix. We don't fix. We connect the heart to the mind. So, on that note, um, let's hit it. Okay, so my experience. Anxiety really took a toll um, post-depression, post-eating disorder diagnosis, post all those things. I'm about like age 14. So I believe that anxiety is almost inherently just in our being when we are energetically ungrounded or we're more open or we're more sensitive or all those things. And on top of that, in some cases, when you experience abuse or trauma or have some bad things happen, your body's conditioned to expect the worst and um that was in my case where a lot of my anxiety came from um for some reason i keep losing my breath so like excuse me um just getting all the trauma out you know um but anyways let's continue on this so maybe it's your energetic discombobulation maybe it's that you just really can't go anywhere without freaking out regardless you feel unsafe and there's a lack of lack of safety that is the underlining cause problem um issue whatever we want to call it with anxiety and so mine was not only this and being a highly sensitive energetic being but also um not feeling safe in my home and I don't say this in a way that is you know I'm a victim oh my god I just want to like preface, uh, preface that right now it's more just that like if you had a similar experience growing up and you felt unsafe you felt unsupported um, scared invalidated you know it's nothing to hate on your parents or your upbringing because I think parents are incredible people who sacrifice a lot um, but it's just an ode to you being like, I I fucking see you and I know what that feels like. And it's paralyzing. (laughs) So, um, a lot of my anxiety was triggered and derived from energetically feeling displaced all the time and not really sure about how I needed to react or how I needed to respond to people or what was appropriate or what was not appropriate. And, um, always had this big fear of not reacting properly or not being thankful enough or not being excited enough and that also stems from some depression which I'm sure that if you have depression you you know identify with that a lot because you're very confused about how to be in tune with your emotions in general on both ends of the spectrum. So here's the thing is that my anxiety only continued because I didn't know how to tend to my safety. I didn't know how to make myself feel safe. I didn't know how to take care of myself. I thought that therapy was going to like ultimately heal me if I like did enough years. It would just magically do stuff to me. Um, and it definitely helped me in some way or another. Like I don't want to discount therapy. It's really, really great. But then there's a point where you have to like start moving forward and in reality when you're young maybe money's tight maybe it's not tight maybe your parents just really don't understand why they're paying 150 200 to see a therapist that's out of network because most of them are these days that are good (laughs) and so i want to give you this today and really serve you today in a way that's like wait fuck i can actually begin this process on my own and if support is available that is so incredible um, whether it's therapy, whether it is jumping into one of my courses, um, courses is so uh, I don't like courses. Mentorship programs, um, it is much more than a course. It's a, re- a mentorship program. Um, I have a Recode that you can check out at cindydevine.com. So, anyways, the tools were outdated. The tools were outdated. And I'm jumping around a bit because I don't want to um, spend too much time on my experience. I just want to hit some points that feel really potent and may activate like this excitement to like deal with your shit. You know what I mean? Um, (laughs) So the tools are outdated. That's the thing. And my therapist was so incredible. I went through about four between like 13 and 19 um, and love them wonderful ladies but the tools are outdated you know like the anxiety type of things that were being brought up was like do some eft like once a month and like though like that's so incredible and my current business mentor um a lot of people don't know this but mentors have mentors that that's how we like continue to stay in alignment and be the best we can be for you so my mentor does EFT actually and like I'm nothing to shit on EFT okay incredible work I've done it with a few therapists that I've had and it's great but if you're not intentionally practicing it you don't feel safe when you're practicing it you're not addressing the blocks that are maybe coming up during the process like it's not really gonna take you from a level 10 anxiety to like a one you know and A thing I wish that someone told me at the beginning of my journey was just, like, everyone told me that, like, it would get better. Like, one day it just won't matter. One day it just won't matter. And, like, the reality is, is that it will only get better if you get better, if you change, if you decide to do things differently. Because if you're repeating patterns that are, like, giving you certain results, those patterns will never give you different results. They just won't and so at the end of the day a lot of what i take my clients through is the process of making really small shifts in your daily practice and your structure to then support your mindset shifts which actually are huge in the grand scheme of things and once you can make your mindset shifts and feel safe and supported You start really, really reflecting and emulating this version of reality that you so desired to have. And so, coming back to anxiety, because that's what this podcast is about, um, if we haven't said it enough, um, anxiety can feel like you're actually dying when you're not, but you feel like you are. And um, I wanna mention that when you're feeling like you wanna die from this anxiety, there's different levels of how you can deal with this and this is how I see it and this is how I assess my anxiety and have developed a process for helping other people with their anxiety and it's that I ask these questions first okay let's go first to the questions and then let's go to like the levels of what's actually going on so first I ask myself do I enjoy this feeling sometimes you got to be really honest with yourself because that's the only way you're going to have a breakthrough is being totally honest and um sometimes I do like the feeling like I've found that I do like the feeling and it's because it feels normal it doesn't feel good but it feels normal and so recognizing that you like the sense of normal um and you kind of know how it's going to play out that's an addiction and so how you solve addiction some person I met this wonderful beautiful woman the other day at a really cool lingerie event that I was invited to speak at and she told me this and I'm literally gonna take it to my grave like I want to tell everybody about it every day now (laughs) it's kind of bad but how do you solve addiction you solve it with connection and so I've already seen this play out in so many ways. I just didn't have the words to place. But basically, when you are so addicted to a feeling, a way of existing, all those things, you begin to like like it because it feels normal. You've experienced it, all the things. By no means does that mean that's healthy or serving your highest good or creating like those things that you want you know, those experiences you want, those people that you want, that partner that you desire, like that really good food you want to eat, who knows what it is. It's all important at the end of the day if it's something that aligns with you and what's been put in your heart. So, basically, trying to track with myself. Um, I'm obviously incredibly passionate about this because this was one of the beginning stages of me getting a fucking grip on my life <laughs> and starting to do the work I do now and I teach. So do you enjoy this feeling? Maybe you do. Maybe you don't. And really like evaluating that relationship you have with the feeling you're experiencing because the feeling is what's driving it, you know, and like the thought behind it, the mindset, the worry, like, or not worry mindset. Those those aren't together. The mindset, I mean, they are together, but the mindset that you're having is also driving it. But at the end of the day, what you're worrying about leads me into the next question. Will it matter? Like, will this matter? Is it really that serious? Maybe it feels like the end of the world, but a big part of my healing journey, as well as the people in my space's healing journey, has been to let the fuck go. It's not easy, I know, but let's just let's just pretend for a minute. Every time something came up that was stressful, you could let it go and you could trust that this is happening for a reason. That's it. You don't need to know always how to fix things. You don't know, like you don't need to know how to solve every fucking problem. But just have the intention, hold the intention, hold the knowing, hold the mindset you know, that it is happening for your highest good, that it is leading you into the next step, that it is deepening your connection with self, with your healing, with the people around you, and maybe no one will understand when you have these mindset shifts, when you have these sudden shifts and changes in the way that you operate, but that doesn't fucking matter, because at the end of the day, when I started my journey, most people thought I was batshit crazy, to be completely honest, and not that I wasn't like, not used to that because um, I've always been my most Aquarius self in my space but this was a major part of learning to let go and knowing I, I still do this guys like it's not once again that anxiety completely goes away it's that your ability to manage your anxiety and stay at like a level one to level zero maybe like a 0.5 is okay but when you're constantly getting to like a level 10 not cool not cool not healthy not creating anything you want and you're a mess all the time and that soon takes a toll on your whole existence so water break um i'm really working on learning to talk slower that's actually hilarious though because i don't even know but the next question is when you feel this feeling that feels really overwhelming I challenge you to ask yourself what the opposite is. And I'm going to have these questions in the show notes for you um, just because we're going really all over the place here. (laughs) But um, what's the opposite look like? So if you're stressed about, let's say, um, you're stressed about that. Oh, someone came into my space the other day you're stressed about a tryout for something you're really stressed about this tryout about this thing happening not happening your way maybe you know you really want this thing and all that and in reality anything we fear will come up so we can start dealing with it so the less you fear the more likely it is to really clear out sooner and just not come up anymore but the more you fear something it continually will show up in your space that that's the process. It's kind of fucked, but like, there you go. You know, we came here to heal. We came here to have a human experience. That's the belief I hold, and um, I see it play out every day. But really, realizing that you can shift and change your mind in these moments, in these moments of what if I don't get it? What if da 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 You know, who cares? Like if you don't get it, something better is happening. And this is a big thing I see with manifestation. Um, mainstream manifestation, like online manifestation. A lot of people think manifestation's bullshit because they think, oh, if I didn't get that thing, the universe didn't hear me. That no, no. Here's the thing is that whether I'm manifesting something big or small, it always happens better than I could have imagined. So it's not like if I get it or if I don't. It's I got it, sick, or if I didn't get it, something else better's coming. And holding that like trust there. Fuck, that's power. Um yeah. That was a great gem that I had dropped to me a few months ago I'm like, "Fuck, it is something better. It's always something better." Um, and really like tuning into your affirmations can also help you with your anxiety and ground yourself in your anxiety and just really having like a solid three to five three start with three you don't need 25 affirmations that are like five paragraphs long That are like for harm to none and good to all da 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 a b c d e f g one two three four five six eight 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 like no The purpose in prayer and affirmation is intention. Your intention is everything. Like, yeah, okay? Affirmations. We can go over that in a different episode, but moving on to the next question you can ask yourself. um, What am I not receiving from myself that induces these experiences? Because maybe it's something you get anxiety when your partner isn't paying attention to you maybe or like someone isn't texting you back or like um you're really hungry who knows these are very random examples but applicable for you know yeah so when you're going over these things what are you not receiving that your body goes into these spaces of like i'm unsafe you know and how can you make yourself safe? So if you're not receiving the, the like, attention you want from your partner or maybe, like, you need food and now you're too anxious to make food, like, you know, simple examples. The thing is, is that your job now is to cultivate a space of safety because when our baselines are all fucked up from A, B, C, D, E, F, G, whatever it may be, The only way we're able to retrain our baseline is by being really, really present and honing in on how you can really show up for yourself in that moment and show your body that my body is a safe space to be. My body protects me. My body is holding me always. It's carrying me through this whole soul journey that I'm fucking on, whether I like it or not. Like, this is it, man. So really going through like this whole anxiety situation this whole topic is so so like (laughs) um complicated yet simple in the way that if you can learn how to create a safe space within your body that your body knows you're going to show up for it and you your body knows that it's safe and you retrain your baseline to be safe everything follows you know your mindset follows the way you show up in friendships and partnerships and attract like attracting what you want like it just looks different because you're acting from a place of clarity you're not acting from a place of holy shit I need help 911 what the fuck's going on and you'll see that when you begin to act from a place of I'm safe, I'm supported, and I'm consistently supported by myself, by the universe, I have everything I need, all that I am is all that I need, all those things. I encourage you to say those things to yourself, whatever feels resonant with you. I purposely don't like to give specific affirmations because I think they're important to some degree to start somewhere, but in reality, you know what you need. And a big part of what I teach and what I really have learned to embody is that you know what you need so give yourself what you need and your whole reality transforms from there by just making the decision to show up for yourself in a new way and source your power from within yourself because you have it whether you're an anxious fucking mess that feels like you're depressed and you're in a hellhole you have the power like you may not know it yet you may be like, "Oh my God, Sydney, no way! I don't trust me. You do, but a part of getting out of that is really fucking uncomfortable because you literally have to shift everything about yourself, and not unlearn, but I guess reprogram in a sense everything that felt safe at once, or that you became addicted to that is unsafe. Now you got to create a whole fucking new reality. But obviously, that's what you want if you're here, is you want to create that new reality because. You're not stoked having anxiety every day. I know you're not. And I know it's not serving your highest purpose because feeling unsafe and unsupported, no way, Jose, no thanks. Like, not cool, not fun, not worth the tears, not worth the not being able to get out of bed, get off the floor, crying in fetal position, panic attacks, not trying to trigger you, so I'm going to stop there, but you get the point. Um... Okay, the next question. Um let's see here. Sometimes do you ever like write things down and you're like, "Oh my god. Writing? What's that? English? Don't know it." Um anyways, what is true and what is not? This is what we were saying. What's really true? You know, this idea that maybe this, this, this could happen, and they think this, and that, 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 but da da da, da, da. Um, You know, you don't always know everything to be true, and you don't always have the facts behind what you're feeling. And like, you don't always know if something's going to happen. Maybe you're worried about something happening in your life that you don't want to happen. You don't know what's going to happen, so stop putting your focus on it. You know, tend to yourself, acknowledge it, practice some safety around it acknowledge that you are safe in these spaces but like don't worry about it because at the end of the day our brain is trying to keep us safe so when we're up leveling when we're trying to shift our mindset when we're trying to shift our structure and build new pathways and all those things our brain will freak the fuck out it's just what happens because it's meant to keep us safe from a logical standpoint and sometimes that's great. You're not going to drive off a cliff when you're having an intrusive thought, right? Safe. We love it. Thanks, brain. But when you're doing something else, investing in a program, when you're doing some self-care, when you're going and taking yourself out to dinner, when you are starting your healing journey, whatever it is, um, your brain's going to probably be like, you can't afford that. That's too much. That's unsafe. Da, 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 da. No, 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 no. We don't, we don't need logic here. That's the whole point of everything that I do. Everything I continue to learn and everything that just like excites me is that most things I do, if not all of them, are not logical in a sense. And um, logic's less of the point. But really determining like what's true, what's not true. The idea of I can't do this. I don't have enough. I don't know where it's gonna come from great news great news cuz I don't know half the shit like to what I'm gonna do next but I know if I start the process all the steps unfold and that's the beauty of living in the present moment and trusting the universe so fucking big that like you're not even worried about it you're not even worried about it like you're not even bugged cuz you're like (laughs) yeah That anxiety shit, no thanks. Like (laughs) and this takes like practice. Like, don't get me wrong. This takes practice. This takes like being in the spaces, really being with yourself. And once again, if you want to jump on this and you want support in your journey and you want to kind of like expedite your process, um, and it feels resonant, this is what I teach in recode, my eight week mentorship. That's one on one. So it's very like um tailored to you sorry reading and thinking at the same time is not a good idea um anyways the next question is if not so what if so so what and going over both scenarios so like if it did happen what would happen if it didn't happen what would happen and then dropping it you don't even have to go there but sometimes We need so much reasoning and logic and like play out behind it. Um, You got to go there. And so if I don't make the team, what's going to happen? If I do make the team, what's going to happen? It's this or something better. Keep telling yourself this. It's this or something better. I'm in constant overflow. Always in all areas of my life. If not this, something better. Always my life keeps getting better constantly. I don't even know how it keeps getting better. It just does because I hold that belief constantly. And if these beliefs feel triggering to you, I encourage you to sit down and get real with your beliefs. What are your beliefs? What do you feel clogged in? Because if you keep saying, I'm wealthy, I'm wealthy, I'm wealthy, I'm rich, I'm happy, I'm happy, I'm happy, but you're not, you're going to clog your pipes and get all fucked and triggered and like nothing will come of it. So really like consciously releasing these addicting thoughts, these negative thoughts, these anxious triggers, like release it, let go of it. And um, if this is something you're dealing with. I encourage you to go back to my dealing with mania episode. I believe it's episode one. And um, despite the audio situation, we just want to talk about that. It talks about the four steps to releasing negative habits and thoughts. And yeah, the great work, great work. Um, love it. Anyways, we are going to move on to the last part of my episode, which is basically what's this like phase one, phase two, and phase three of anxiety and how you want to basically stay at like a 0.5 to a one. You know, you have some logic to know you shouldn't like drive off a cliff or like step in fire, but like you have the capacity to surpass the mindset limits, the anxiety inducing, um, opportunities that scare you, but are like so cool and great for you. So this is how you can start battling your anxiety now in a way that feels nurturing and safe. Um, so you're at phase one, you're getting a little bit anxious. You're not really sure you're in your mind. You're like, what the fuck? Like I was good. And now I'm like over here, not good. Um, how I deal with this phase one energy is these are not everything but these are like the top three things journaling get it out of your head if it's in your head get it out it's going to keep cycling Um, my last episode was how to basically stop letting your whole existence revolve around mind games so if this is something you're dealing with I encourage you to listen to the last episode but step or phase one journaling Get it out of your fucking head. I don't care if your journaling makes sense. Mine usually doesn't, but I probably have 25 journals that are always around me and they all have different purposes. I couldn't give you a name for each purpose, but I just feel it. Um, So journaling, maybe you call a friend. I don't really call friends. Um, I'm a very do-it-myself person and not to say there's anything bad with calling friends, but if you're going to call a friend or reach out to someone, um, I encourage you to always ask, hey, I'm going through this right now. Do you have space to hold? Like, ask for consent to explore what you're going through with them. And it will really shift the tone of the conversation. Um, maybe specify, I'm looking for advice or feedback. Or, I just really need someone to tell this to because I'm going to lose my shit. Um, having those boundaries around conversations with friends really protects the friendship and allows it to remain potent as well. Um, and then we're gonna go to phase two. Oh, also phase one, you can meditate. I know this isn't a big one for everyone, but meditating and being present with your energy always helps me just like ground my shit down. Um, just visualizing yourself like melting into the earth. It's a beautiful feeling. Um and this is like an inner war with anxiety so it's when you're just in the inner parts, you know, phase two, movement, so this is when it's starting to affect your outward world, like, not just your inner world, now we've moved to the outside, you know, you're freaking out, you look stressed, you can't keep your shit together, you're in balance, you feel like you're, like, in a hole, you're really out of balance with your feminine and masculine energies, and so working out, big one, hate working out, to be honest, but I do have a commitment to myself that I do yoga every day or I walk at least a mile. I really had to implement some type of movement. Um, so figure out what that movement is for you. Maybe it's throwing yourself on the bed 25 times. I don't know. But get creative and allow yourself to discover what this looks like for you. Um, and then next, screaming in a pillow. I mean, this is a phase two favorite um screaming when I do this it kind of scares me (laughs) to be honest it scares me like oh my god that was inside me so glad I got it out fuck like um that one's a good one it's really fun to do in front of your partner too if you've ever tried it it's it's a fun time they just look at you like huh wow love it um and then phase three freaking out you want to die maybe you're going into depressive mode You're manic, maybe. Who knows? You just like need help. Okay. And these are all ways you can support yourself. Um, I'm really, really big on supporting yourself. But I also know that if you need to reach out to someone, if you need help on these bigger fronts, if you need to have a higher level of care, please do not be afraid to do that because I've been in that situation. And there are times when sometimes we cannot handle our own existence, and that is totally okay too. The bigger point i'm making is that you know what's good for you and you need to trust that feeling overall above anything phase three you're out of control you know i love these things i love a big fucking cry where i allow myself to literally cry for an hour if i need to maybe it's an hour and a half maybe it's five minutes maybe it's also taking a really fucking cold shower that always gets me because it snaps me out of this crazy mode. Um, cold shower, doing the ice bath on my face. Um, that's a good one. Um, that really was something a therapist helped me start doing. Like temperature therapy with like cold. Um, or like cold and hot in one hand, other hand. Don't burn yourself. You know what I mean? Um the temperature therapy is probably what I use most even when I'm at a phase one it just I nip it in the fucking bud and handle it um and the next one is remove yourself it's okay to remove yourself it's okay to need to take a break um and maybe you have a little bit of anxiety around the boundaries at times of being like hey I'm not okay I need to take a break but if you need to as much as I encourage honesty, make some shit up. I don't know. But know that you're doing it with the intention of keeping yourself safe and creating that safe space within yourself continually. Supporting yourself, setting boundaries to um, initiate yourself into the next level and not for a upper level, abundance, overwhelm, incredible life. But just knowing that like, you want to live a high quality of life. And in order to do that, what do you need to do? And on the, on the next episode, we're going to talk about non-negotiables. Um, one of the next few episodes, at least. I really want to talk about non-negotiables. About, like, what are your non-negotiables? Because those are your boundaries. And they're not to be mean. They're not to cut people off. They're just to sustain your ability to continue on with your highest version. So, Yeah. Um, I hope that this episode helped you um, or at least gave you some notes on how to deal with your anxiety because it's a really shitty feeling. Um, Yeah, I've been there. There are still times where I have anxiety overload and it's not to say that I'm this perfect, beautiful, magical woman. I am beautiful and magical and I am a woman and I'm allowed to go through human things. When you begin to allow yourself to go through human things without judgment and know that it's all happening to release, allow, continue, move all the things um it's okay. There's some things that like as a person in my space and as a mentor and as someone who loves supporting women and holding space um I freak out about the littlest things sometimes. I really do going to the doctor, the dentist, full-blown fucking freak out. Um, And it's not to say that you're any less powerful for having these moments. But rather, it's an opportunity to really connect with your humanness and the parts of you that still need to be tended to in a new way. So, um, I'm so thankful for you being here. I'm so thankful that you showed up for yourself today. I'm so thankful that you're in space and you're looking to fucking heal your relationship with feeling unsafe in your body. Okay, what we call anxiety. Um, I'm so thankful. I hope to see you in my next episode whenever that is happening. Um, this has been so fun hanging out with all of you guys and if you are someone that is interested in getting help with your anxiety in a more container style two-month basis um i do have my signature offering recode um so feel free to apply at cine s-i-n-n-e-y divine d-i-v-i-n-e dot com i'd love to have you inside um love light and all the fucking gratitude to you um i'll see you in the next episode bye